Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here again. Why do you sound so sad? Because we have devastating news. If it's RSO picks, I'm thrilled about it. <laughs> no, we have even worse than RSO picks. Because we have probably the worst news that some of you will ever hear in your life. Okay. Yes, I am I am here to announce with great sadness in my heart that Chase Elliott has missed out on the NASCAR Oh, were you thinking he was going to make it? Honestly, he got close. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, welcome back to Right Sides Only, the world's worst NASCAR podcast. I am Turnpike. I'm Green. I'm just realizing y'all couldn't hear that eye roll when you said he was close. He, he was close. I, I had a big eye roll that y'all just totally missed. I'm one of those people. Sorry, continue. I'm one of those people that like, I'm not a I'm not a big Chase guy. Like I like Chase Elliott, and when I was getting into the sport, I had a lot of Chase Elliott stuff just because it was simply available. Like I've got a bunch of Chase Elliott shirts and hats and stuff just because he's Mister Popular. Um, but I I do want him to make the playoffs. Like <laughs> the man should have won statistically should have won the NASCAR championship last year. Yeah, he, he missed out this year. He definitely should have been in the playoffs. I'm going to be honest. What I think of Chase Elliott, he's, he's a very talented race car driver. He's clearly good. Yeah. Yes, he's very good. And I don't think we should like take that away from him. Every now and then, I see moments of Chase's smart mouth about the car come out, and I love it. And he doesn't let it happen nearly enough. Well, that's kind of the whole thing is what have we talked about with personality. These drivers have been coached into never say anything bad because it'll because you're sitting there with a sponsor logo on your chest and whatever. It's like you I'm know not what? I want to see you, them talk about what they want to say. I'm not telling you to tell everybody how bad Napa motor oil tastes. I mean, I'm telling, I think it tastes pretty good. That's just me. <laughs> I kind of figured you'd have an opinion on it, but um, I'm saying like be able to. It's not even saying anything bad about NASCAR. NASCAR would say it was, and Brian France was a. It, Brian France was notorious for throwing out the action detrimental penalty when you said anything about about Gen Six or Gen Five when it came out. But, um, just <laughs> it's a communist regime. You say anything bad about the regime, you get bad. You get bad. That's literally it. Like it, no, it's like if you Brian, criticize us or anything we do, you're going to be punished for it. And here's the thing, I I see, no, there should not be penalties for what you say, but I can understand the sport being angry when something's not given hope. Be constructive with it. The problem is the drivers have been constructive with it, and the the sport has done nothing, you know? Like, the guys have been like, hey, our engines are gutless. We have no horsepower. We should get more horsepower. And NASCAR said... Smaller spoiler, you know. Hey, hey! But anyways, we're trying that's to make people happy. That I don't even know who they are. That's neither here nor there. Who are we trying to make happy with this stuff? Who? Any of it? What? Like when they like, hey, we want more horsepower. Like, no, we can't do that because they're trying to make somebody happy. Who? Oh yeah, they're. Well, here's the thing: they're holding on to hope of this next manufacturer. We've been doing the no horsepower game since what 2019? Something like that. Why? Ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Uh, who? who we should have for? we should have an announcement right now or last year if that was helping. Yeah. 
So it's not just really tell us what's going on. Yeah, it, we just need to have bigger horsepower. Anyways, going into Daytona. Daytona was a wild one. I got to watch. Is it not always? Though? I got to watch the whole race. Hey, it was beautiful. I'm so proud of you. And it was a good one too. It was a good one to watch. That was the best super speedway race under the next gen package. Fair. I would say bar none. Um, it's a great race. It was. Didn't care for the winner, but it was a good race. <laughs> Ty Gibbs and Christopher Bell in stage two. I'm gonna be honest. So I was curious to see if. Ty Gibbs was going to threaten Bubba's spot on points. And there's moments where I was looking like this may get close on points. Mm -hmm. And then Christopher Bell kind of sealed the deal there with a wrong tap. Sent Ryan Blaney, Dale Earnhardt style into the wall. Oopsie. Yeah. Which, by the way. That was weird how that was so, like, the exact angle. Exact angle. Pretty much the exact same spot. I think that is a testament to, we can complain about the safety of these cars. We are nowhere near where we were 22 years ago. Very, very true. And um, Ryan Blaney could be dead. But he's not because of the Hans device, because of the safer barrier, because of the work NASCAR did this past year on the front clip. There was a lot of things that that led to him walking away from that accident. And um, I think we have to, you have to give NASCAR credit where credit is due Safety has not been a major concern. I mean, you can you can say you can laugh at that a little bit after la- last couple of years with like Kurt Busch and stuff like that. Yes, they had minor problems. A concussion, yes, it's a concussion that ended his career, but a concussion was what drivers prayed for <laughs> in the eighties. Best and the 90s. case scenario, yeah, yeah, exactly. And to say that that's worst case scenario right now. Phenomenal, you know? So, um, great job by NASCAR with that car. Um, that took out both of your play, uh, your uh, Daytona picks. They got, they got my, my, my guy to go into the next round and my guy for the race win wrecked each other while leading the race. Like, how does this happen every week? It's ridiculous. You want to know the better part? I already sent you this. What? Do y'all know what the points um, oh, yeah, it's bad. gap is now? It, I mean, there's no way at this point. So, right now, let let's let me just pull up the sheet. Let's look let's at how Saturday went for each of us because I think y'all are going to get a good laugh out of this. So, Boo. remember, we did not pick Michigan to make up for that and because it was a little chaotic trying to get Turnpike some more points. We made two picks. We earned points off of both of our picks. I hate these. Turnpike, your picks were Ross Chastain and Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney almost died. 36th place. I got to stop. I'm putting people's lives in danger by picking them now. (laughs) Ross Chastain finished in 17th. Semi-respectable. Now let's look at my picks. I picked Austin Dillon. 33rd. Okay, cool. We're about even. I got 17th. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a DNF, yeah. And I picked 37th. So, you know what? You're looking pretty good there. Oh, wait. We made a wager. Yeah. We made a wager. So, um, I picked Bubba Wallace would get in. I gave you so much of a chance to catch up here. You got to pick two people. 
Yeah. That you thought could get in. Either Suarez or Ty Gibbs. And for some reason, I thought that was Ty Dillon for a minute because I just put Ty. Yeah. But <laughs> I think Ty Dillon's going to get it in. <laughs> and it was a 50-point wager. You lost that wager. I did. The points gap is now Turnpike, 602 points. You ready for this? Uh, you've got a lot. Green, 802 points. We are at a 200-point gap going into the playoffs. Let's go. Whew. Nasty. Speaking of nasty, we're just going to keep steamrolling here. We got a lot to look at today. Ryan Priest. Holy cow. That is the most violent crash. Yep. I, I was I was down with my dad watching the last couple laps of the race. I was like, oh yeah, it's about over. And uh I was like, dear lord. <laughs> like you know that, what? that was bad. You know what that made me kind of realize? What? So remember with the C O T car with no. the wing. I I remember I had one. Do you remember what happened when those things went backwards? I wasn't watching the sport. But do you <laughs> it do you creates know? lift. A lot of lift. Yeah. I Anything mean, that creates you downforce. saw Brad Kozlowski's wreck at Atlanta, right? When Carl Edwards yes, when he him? did when he got way. That's up there, yeah. Atlanta. <laughs> I'm not saying we have a problem to that magnitude, obviously. But as soon as that car got a little bit in the air, what's under that car now? A huge flat surface for that air to catch on. Very true. This is ah. Well, that's what it. I've seen a couple of the. I think it was this one too, where it's like think about, well, almost anything. Like when it's going, it's you know it's cutting through air. It's aerodynamic, but when it cuts and it gets a little sideways, it's like hitting a wall. It's mm-hmm. it's literally going to push it over. Oh yeah, every time. That was interesting. I, the grass, you could argue that's a problem. Because it dug in, and it definitely helped it yeah, flip. Yeah, the, the grass did help. It was not the cause. No. He was in the air before it hit the grass. And I know NASCAR has already done some tests without the underbody. I think we need to get rid of the underbody. Maybe. I've thought that before this wreck. And after this wreck, I am more confident. I will put my trust in you to make the right decision because that is something I have no. Did we talk about how much it costs on air? Thirty thousand. I think thirty thousand dollars. That's for that's not for the plastic. whole. That's not the whole underbody. That's the rear diffuser. <laughs> These schmuckos. To my are knowledge, thirty thousand dollars for a big piece of plastic, carbon Cheap. fiber. But I can take you out back and go get some bottles, and we can bake one for free. I mean, I don't understand what the big deal is. Wait, isn't that what Stuart Haas tried to do? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Completely different part, not even related. Rip them. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah. That, I, we need to get rid of it. If, if you say so. If, it, if it'll help. I mean, I think my general stance on stuff like this is if it helps, do it. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool. I think, I think if it's a problem, get rid of it. I think NASCAR's hesitant. Like, you saw how long it took for them to even test without it yes because they don't want to one backtrack on something they created saying this is the way but two they have manufacturers that are signed up to sell underbodies these manufacturers are not going to be happy if they're not spending 
or if they're not not spending, if they're not receiving orders every week for thirty thousand dollar rear diffusers. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I would be. Pissed. And I that's understandable. I get it, but at some point you have to realize that it's not helping the product. But, um, yeah. So that was gnarly. Have do we know if he's racing this weekend? Who? Ryan Priest. I. That is a question that I do not know. He I said he'll. I'm coming back. I mean, Dale Jr.'s coming back to the Xfinity Series once a year. I don't know, you yeah, know. That, that's a that's a wide range of, and I think that's on purpose. But why haven't we heard anything yet? You know, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday for those of you who are listening on probably Friday or Saturday or whenever. Whenever this goes live, yeah. But I don't know. Y'all probably know more than we do sitting here on Wednesday night, but I hope he's okay. I mean, he's got to be okay enough. He was released, you know? Yeah. But he could be concussed very There are varying degrees of okay. Yeah. Yeah. But any hoozles. Um, What else you... We've got so much stuff that we kind of want to talk about. I don't know where to to point. So you seem to have some topics that you want to talk about. So why don't you... Okay, well, um, you, I, I guess what we, you feeling today? Green? Let's kind of at least look at this. RFK. Okay. We're probably not thrilled that they won that race. Like I was like, really? Of all people, well, come on. I'm I'm that way. It's about more of most a boring people. win. Well, you know like, what I mean? Like I will I will make my stance very clear. It's like watching a good football game that's not your team. It's like hey, like sure, whatever. If if I'm watching, I don't know the. The Cowboys play. Who's another team that I don't really or like? The Cowboys and let's just say the Jaguars, just for whatever reason. Yeah, those two are playing, and it's a ridiculous game. I'll be like, man, this is an awesome game. And the Cowboys win. Well, I don't like the Cowboys, but I can still be like, man, that was an awesome game. Like, winner aside, yeah, great race. Just, I mean, it would have been even better if somebody that I liked won it. You know, because that's a personal preference. I heard someone mention this. That is three oval wins in a row, if you think about it. Because they That's didn't. A lot. The only ones they didn't win was the road courses. That yeah. So they're on three ovals in a row. That's pretty. They got hot out of nowhere. nowhere. Well, I say nowhere. I mean, they've always shown uh, this year. They've shown a lot of speed. They've always been okay, but they haven't been like winning. They've been on our show sheet for the last month and a half. I think. Yeah. Like that's that shows a lot there. Um, they have three ovals in a row. Um, there's not really a lot more I wanted to add to that, but I just want to at least go through here and say, hey, Christopher Busher won. Christopher Busher, he won. Brad Kozlowski showed a lot of restraint. I I don't I don't necessarily know if it took restraint on his part, but we saw Brad the owner instead of Brad the driver, yep. where he just pushed Chris, which was interesting to me. Like, those guys have such a unified plan. Their cars are prepped right next to each other in the shop. They, their biggest goal there was to finish 1-2 to make sure they won that race. And Brad sacrificed a chance to go for the win to make sure that happened. And that's got to be, that's got to be kind of hard from a guy like Brad that is used to being a winner, you know. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. Like, 
the amount of unity I've seen in that team all year, I don't know that it was hard for Brad. And I don't know if it would have been hard for Chris. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, like to, yes, even, yes, to, get, to, that, yeah. to get to that point where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to push him. I you mean, know. racers, especially in the Oval World, are ingrained to think second is the first loser. You know, well, I mean that's that's your perspective. It is. So yeah, totally. I mean, In the yeah. Oval world, that's kind of how it's always been. Yep. Yeah, but um, but that was just really cool to see, um, coming across the line. It sucks we didn't get a side by side finish there, but it was it was still really cool to see the six pushing the seventeen there. Um, a great ride. Um, something we're not going to talk a lot about. But I wanted to at least mention, um, in the truck series, Ty Majeski, who is already locked into the next round, correct? Yes. Got a, a penalty, and I don't think it was enough. Dingbat. So, for those of you who are not kind of ingrained in how motorsports is officiated, we have what is called the Holy Trinity. We're not talking about theology right now. We're talking about what not to touch on the car. <laughs> the holy trinity of motorsports is the engine, the tires, and the fuel. If you mess with any of those, you get the chair. I mean, you are done. And uh, we saw his crew chief and car chief, or just crew chief, whoever I was. Think it, I think I know it's at least the crew chief. Yeah, got ejected immediately. <laughs> you gone. And um, NASCAR took one of their tires. They issued a 75-point penalty. Those points reset at the end of this round, and he is already locked into the next round. So it's like it didn't even happen. Yeah. They did take away five playoff points. Did they? Okay. So that's that's really the only penalty. Yeah. Big whoop. I mean, what the heck? You know what? I'm surprised they... You know what they could have done? And we don't know what they did. We don't know if he soaked the tires. We don't know what happened. But if it... I mean, it's the Holy Trinity. You don't touch those. I would not have been surprised if NASCAR said, you are out of the playoffs. That would have been wild. Yeah. I would have supported that just just because that would have been crazy to see. But yeah, I could... Yeah. Because we had an incident at... In our working at Southeast Super Trucks, what happened when somebody messed with the motor? They got kicked out. They got the boot. But here's the thing. You mentioned with the engine, you're done. You mess with the tires, you're really done. You yeah, know? They hate it. You don't you don't touch that stuff. Fuel is no brainer. Y'all saw what happened to Michael Waltrip when they put a little jet fuel in the intake. <laughs> Come on, man, just a little jet fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone, man. It ain't ever they hurt got nobody. Hammered. Hammered. <laughs> little, little jet fuel never hurt nobody. Unless your name is Richard Petty, you're not gonna get away with a big motor. <laughs> Dude, what was it that what's his name got like suspended and fined however like a fat hundred thousand dollars? Because he motor? bought a motor yeah, that was that he bought from Ganassi <laughs> that was like zero point two five cubic micro meters. kilometer micrometers meters, <laughs> whatever, too big. And they're like, Oh man. Uh, we're gonna kill you and make your family watch. And then, <laughs> like, for legal reasons, that was a joke. And then, like, Richard Petty 
pulls in with like a like an engine he got at like an 18 wheeler and they put jet fuel in it and it's got 62 valves in it it's it's the first v62 and it's got jet fuel it's got like ultra mega stp it's got saudi arabian you know oil you know it's got it's got all this stuff you know makes 6942 horsepower and they're like you know what you can keep it you're going to make fun of me because I can't remember the... Well, you may not, but people will. But the story of Richard Petty getting away, it's two seconds. I'll just do it real quick. He had a big motor. Do you yes. know why he had a big motor? Why? Because they realized that the same official was checking the engines every single time. Ah. And that inspector would check the same exact part of the engine. Of all the... I'm blanking on the name of this, and I'm going to feel like an idiot because it's such a simple car term. Yeah. But each chamber where the piston is, he would check the same one. Oh, okay. So what they did was they made the other ones bigger. <laughs> and then one day, old man wasn't the one checking them. Oh, <laughs> And he dear. checked the other one, and Richard Petty had a big motor. <laughs> yeah. You know what they he did? He had a big one. You know what they did? What? He kept the win. Yeah, they just, like, find him. Or they find him $30,000. Do you know what the difference between first and second place prize money was? It was was $30,000. $30, so he walked away with a win under his belt and second place money. Because it was right before the 200. I think it was, like, win 199 or something like that. I can't remember when it was. It was Daryl Waltrip was second. It was cool. 80. I'm sure he was. Oh, pissed. Jaws wasn't happy. This <laughs> I'm was, sure that I can was. actually tell you, it was, it pissed. had to be like 87, 88. Because I think it was right before Daryl Waltrip left Die Guard, the 88 Gatorade yeah. car. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was a cool story to hear. But, anyways, how on earth do you mess with the tires and they get a penalty that means absolutely nothing nascar ridiculous i was genuinely irritated to hear that that was what the decision was <laughs> nascar and i don't even follow the truck series i don't really have like skin in this game of going man i know he'd been messing around because did you hear what hosovar said no their super power finally got taken oh, away yeah yeah, yeah. or yeah, something like that. like that i'm like how long was this and known issue you know how long was it a everyone knows they're cheating we just can't say anything about it cheating anyways but that being said there's one other cheating there's I, I one wish other... everyone would cheat every week <laughs> that would make the sport so much more entertaining you want to know the honest truth most people are i was about to say they yeah. do they yeah. do there's illegal cars on the track every practice session i want to see the rules get i mean i know it's opposite of what i say because like i'm always like that guy that's like Free for all or spec series, either or, and I'm like, man, I don't really like spec series. I think they produce, in my opinion, usually the best racing because everyone's got the same car, so it's just driver. Well, in quotations, because you can, it's not as equal as you'd think. But part of me is like, dude, I wish that like at Darlington they'd just be like, yeah, we're not running cars through tech. There will be no tech at Darlington. That would be cool. That would be the greatest race of all time. I mean, Chad Knauss, bring him out of retirement. You know, give him like a, like a, like a The Rock entrance. You know, just like big music. J- get Chad Knauss in there. I don't know, dude. I think if you gave them three days' notice and said, "Hey guys, there's not gonna be any tech 
I'm gonna be honest, Flexgate is still one of the best things I've ever seen. Do you remember that? With the with the back window with Kevin Harvick. Yeah. The back window. That was genius. What's the Just best little things like to, that? We need to discuss that with some of our other peers. What was the best cheating instance in NASCAR? You wanna hear a funny one real quick? What's the funny one? So there's a funny one where one of the tricks that um drivers would do back I'm assuming this was back in the eighties is another thing Daryl Waltrip was telling me about. Or not telling me about. I was not talking to do. <laughs> and me and Daryl was hanging out. Me and Daryl were just talking. No, he <laughs> was on. He, this is from Dale Jr. Download. Okay. So one of the things they would do is, obviously, you have the roll bars to make sure you don't, you know, get crushed to death if you oh, flip. Yeah. Wouldn't they fill them with gas? No. Well, I mean, yes, they, yes some of them did. did. Yes. They did at some point. This is not what that was about. So what they would do is they realized a trend, just like Richard Petty did with the motor, is that... Most of the time, you would weigh your car at the beginning of the day, and then those scales would be packed up because NASCAR did a lot more than 36 races back in the day. Is this that like BB's story? Yes. Yeah. So they hollowed out the roll bars, and there were BBs in there. And if they saw those scales get put on that truck, they knew they weren't getting weighed after the race. So at some point during the race, it was the driver's job to take a wrench that they had stored in the car and loosen up a place that would open up a hole for the BBs to fall out. Why would you do it on the track, though? Wouldn't people be like, hey, why are there BBs on the track? On Monday afterwards, there was, <laughs> there Daryl was talking about he would walk the track with a guy who would always walk the track where they were. He was like, Daryl, I've always wondered, after these races, it's just the darndest thing be walking this track. There'll be little BBs all over the place. Tell you you what. know what? What that's from? I tell you what. Ah, Gerald, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he lied. As if he doesn't know. <laughs> but what he did, this was at Bristol. So Bristol's really fast. Little there's a lot of um going into the banking, there's a huge like bump as you go in the banking. Yeah. Um so Daryl in the straightaway loosened the place for the um BBs to run out. Yep. Apparently, there's some moisture in the roll bars. The BBs did not come out. But then when he bounced into the corner, <laughs> oh dear. they all came out. It threw off the balance of his car. He borderline spun out, went down pit road to catch himself. BBs flying everywhere <laughs> on pit road. So, yes, people did notice it this time. I bet they did. The trick was... For whatever reason, there's another person on pit road. So then NASCAR official hovered that car to figure it out why that car had spilled BBs everywhere. Hmm. After the race, they were like, well, Daryl was on pit road too. Let's check his car out. They jacked the car up, try and look for the where the BBs would have come out. They would never find it. Do you know why? Why? The hole for the BBs to come out was at the jack post. Oh, genius. <laughs> so they were jacking up the car to figure it out, and they were covering, covering the it up. hole. That's good. That's genius. <laughs> I still think that, I think my favorite, um, my think, when I think of like greatest cheating in NASCAR, I think of the two that come to mind is Junior Johnson's car that was so cheated, they put it in the Hall of Fame because it was just that good. And then T Rex, uh, it T well T. I don't. 
in my opinion, T-Rex wasn't cheating. T-Rex was should have been the standard moving forward. I, I need T-Rex to read more up on have, T-Rex. T-Rex should have been completely legal from that day forward. That's not cheating. That's art. That's art <laughs> at that point. That is a work of art. And then uh with Canals telling Johnson that if he wins, he's got to hit he's got to back the wall. Yeah. That's the best one. So, I don't know. I want to hear some more good cheating stories, but do you want to hear one more? Or do we need to say this for an off-season episode? Let's save it. Let's. This could be an off-season episode. I've got some. The greatest cheating story in all of NASCAR. This guy actually went to church with me at one point. Wow, Andy Petrie. Oh yeah, everybody likes Andrew. Yep. But uh, my cousin. We'll tell you more about that later. Yep. Yeah. My cousin worked for him. Well, yeah. we'll tell y'all more about that later. There's one other thing from Daytona that I forgot to ask you about because this is not a controversy I knew would be a controversy. Okay. Under. I think it was it was under red flag, so I think it had to have been Priest's wreck. Brad Kozlowski was seen doing carousels. <laughs> that was so funny. I like all the drivers. They're like, what is Brad doing? So you heard why, right? Yeah, he was, he was on fire. Should he have been black flag? Absolutely not. You know what kind of You joke? know what's crazy? What? You are, I, I don't want to say in general, because in the public, maybe not. But if you went into the industry, you would be the vast minority. <laughs> there, well, we've established that they're all idiots anyway. So, so here, here's the, the lo- people running the sport into the ground. Don't, uh, don't you know, agree with me? Well, here's Perfect. the you have That's to think about it now. I know when you are working at the racetrack with me, you are not an official. No, there's a reason I'm not an yeah, official. You are a commentator. Yes, you are. Whatever is more awesome and entertaining and creates the show. My my mindset for almost anything is, will people watch this? Is this entertaining? Do I have something to say about this? Will people talk about this when, it's, when this is done? Here we are talking about Here it. Here we are talking about it. So, so here's, here's the line of thinking that they had. One, red flag means stop. He's on fire. What's he supposed to do? Well, hold on. One thing, red flag means stop, and it is a safety flag, not a competition flag. This is not stop because you're supposed to. This is stop because there's a reason the red flag is out. You're Don't be in the way, whatever. Two, he is working on the car. By doing that, he is giving himself an advantage... By having his car, not by having his car fire. on fire, yeah, I, I know, I don't, ne- I don't think it should have been a penalty. I no, don't think, I, but no, I was any... so interested did to they, see. Did they black flag him for that? No. Okay, good. I was but, about to be like, holy cow! But all of the DBC guys, Chris Rice from Colleague, yeah, was on there with him, and then I think Denny Hamlin thought it was supposed should have been a black flag. Of course, Denny did, and then, yeah, I know, but then. Dale Jr. was the one as like either way would have been good. I'm very interested because on one hand, I know how irritating it is to put out the red flag because something serious is going on and then everyone keeps rolling to catch up or whatever. Red flag means stop. Yeah, People in the dirt world get it. Those quarter midgets stop when the stop, red stop. comes out because... Maybe it's because they have serious incidents more often. They know the weight of why that red flag's out. When a red flag comes out, there is a reason it is out, and it is not for a competitive advantage. It is stop where you're at. We'll line you up in a minute. 
the other hand of that is Brad was not in anybody's way. Yeah, he he was. They were clear from any situation. Yeah. He was on fire. It's a safety issue. I think the reason why people were in the industry were a little upset is there's a little bit of a trickery played here. He had a fire in the front of the car. Mm-hmm. Do you know one of the safety systems that the cars have? They have fire extinguishers yeah. that go off automatically. Oh. If that goes off, you can't race anymore because you don't have fire extinguisher in the front because it yeah. went off. So by him doing that, it kept that thing from going off. Yeah. So they, I think the people in the industry are making the argument he was not going to burn to the ground. There no, are systems I, in place. That's a that's a fair point, but I still and he chose to work on his car. That's not putting out a putting out a fire like that is not. Denny Hamlin did not make the working on your car argument. Yeah. Denny Hamlin said red flag means stop. It was the DBC guys and Chris Rice that said, yes, that is working on your car. You are extinguishing a fire. <laughs> they 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 equivalented it. No, no, you will sit there and you will burn. They, <laughs> they said it was equal to. Do you remember the clip of Sterling Marlin on the red flag jumping out of his car and pulling the fender off of his tire? <laughs> Those two are not remotely related. I don't think so either. What is that up with so people? Funny. I don't understand this. So obviously I'm a newer guy that hasn't been in the sport my whole life, and I, that's going to change how I see things. But you know how I think you should officiate things? By looking at them. Just look at them. So Brad's back there doing donuts to put a fire out in his car. That's okay. I I would be fine with whoever did it in this situation. You're putting out a fire. There is a. You it would have been a, funny if it was Quinn Howe. That but. would have been the. That would have been played forever. But I'm okay with it. And of course, everyone's going to see this differently. I'm just saying how I see it from where I'm standing. Is hey, you're on fire. You've you've pulled yourself off. You know, there is a red flag. You've pulled yourself out of the way, and you're t- all you're doing is just doing a little turn. That's and he a, stopped when it was out. And then as soon as he was done, he was done. So he did it to, one, combat a safety issue. Two, he did it safely. And three, he did it, he, he has the foresight of, I'm nowhere near whatever is going on over here. I am safe. This is This is a good, responsible way to do this. He didn't. He wasn't doing burnouts around the forty-one when they were trying to. Do you think it would have been wrong for NASCAR to put him to the back for moving under red? I could see that being a fair trade. Yeah, where it's like, where it's like, hey, listen, letter of the law is red means stop. Well, I think that most letter of the law and spirit of the law are two different things, and usually the right thing to do is in the middle. Because the letter of the law says no, he's that's that's a penalty. The the spirit of the law says, well, he was he was you know he was putting out a fire. Okay, that's fine. Where I think would be a perfect compromise is, hey Brad, we know you were moving under red. We understand why. So we could penalize you here, but what we're going to do is we're going to send you to the back. And I think everyone involved. What would do say, you think penalized would be? Well, no, I'm talking like like a big penalty or whatever, but. Like I don't like penalizing somebody for doing what I consider to be a safety move, but I mean, it's one of those things I, I can understand from an officiating point of view. Yeah, like 
dealing with people who do not stop under red. Yeah. You want to make a message by saying, hey, it's like, yes, you were doing something that was putting out a fire. That's a safety issue. Yeah, yeah. But if we say it's okay for you. It's okay for everybody. Then it's going to open it up to, okay, well, then what makes it okay? What doesn't make it okay? You move under red, go to the back. If you move under red and put safety people in trouble, you're coming to the holler, and you may not be back next week. Son. But <laughs> um, you gone. I was just I was curious to see what you thought on that because I was genuinely surprised to see the passion of which they were saying that should have been a penalty. That's ridiculous, dude. I don't like they were. I don't. They were at, mad. I don't get that at all. They were mad. But <laughs> you will sit there and you will burn. <laughs> That's terrible. That's literally what it is. No, it is. I, like, I totally you get Yes, you're right. And you will burn. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jim. Okay, Tim. <laughs> All righty. But anyways. um, <laughs> Your car has caught on fire. Put it out. No, you have been sentenced to eternal damnation. You will sit in your car in the smoldering fires of hell. Denny, calm down, dude. This is a podcast. <laughs> He's like frothing from the mouth. Why did Danny get to decide that? (laughs) Why did... Hey, did you see... (laughs) We come on this show and we open it with, Yeah, so on Actions Detrimental, Denny damned Brad Keselowski to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like like an official post from (laughs) NASCAR. Due to being damned to hell, <laughs> Brad Keselowski can't run this week. <laughs> Josh Berry will drive the Josh Berry because Josh Berry. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just hear like the background sound is just flames. <laughs> Brad gives an interview. <laughs> this is not funny. Why am I laughing? <laughs> Brad's giving. I'm glad this is giving you joy. Brad's giving interviews. He's like, man, I'm a Christian. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> and we're like, listen, our legal team is working on Yeah, it. Denny, Denny did this. Denny, Hold on a second. <laughs> Denny Hamlet has been docked 100 points. And has been <laughs> Actions detrimental to Brad Kozlowski. Actions detrimental to Christian Christendom. <laughs> Brad, Denny Hamlin has been suspended for this weekend's race after damning another competitor to hell. Oh my goodness. Where did this Okay, this is stupid. This is I can't stop laughing, but it's the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. Oh, you know what I'm doing after we're done? I'm making I'm mocking up a graphic of Denny Hamlin getting suspended for that. Oh dear lord. Just be like you have to listen to find out. <laughs> Are they going to hang around for 40 minutes to get to that point? I don't know. You'll edit it down. but Oh, this is the stupidest thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> Anyways, what's something else that happened this week? Oh. <coughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Don't Owie. die. That's a lot of paperwork. Uh, I mean, I think we need, we need to talk about the playoffs. No, that's not important. I mean, I hate it. <laughs> but when you talk about RSO picks, that's the main thing we need to establish here. So, Turnpike did some research. I'm proud of Turnpike. Hey. He doesn't usually do anything. But, 
No, hey. He totally does like Except for all the work. Everything else. <laughs> yeah, I'd kind of sit here on Wednesday nights, and then all of a sudden on like Friday, it's posted. So I'm like, cool, that's awesome. But um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes RSO picks is um, a little bit of a big week this week. We have a lot to pick. We have the reset. So, um, let's go ahead. Um, first, let's let's dive into this real quick. Let me open this. First, we have Darlington this week. So let's just go ahead. Let's start off and pick our Darlington picks. Okay. Oh, hold up. I have to do one thing. Are you on the spreadsheet right now? I'm not. Oh, wow. But I'm just going to go ahead and do this fancy thing right here. Do I need to get on the spreadsheet? I mean, no, not really. I'm just taking out all the red spaces over the drivers Aha. we picked. Incredible. And black. Everyone is available again. So, we are going to Darlington this weekend. Turnpike, you lost in substantial fashion. Shut up. <laughs> last week. Shut up. So... Which actually, you can make the argument that I lost last weekend. Believe it or not, you, because yeah, because in, technically in the race I won. Yeah, but then you made that stupid wager. Shut up. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm gonna let you pick. You pick first for uh, Darlington. Okay. I don't foresee taking him a lot of places. Uh. You know what? Just to get him out of the way, I'll take Denny Hamlin just to. Just to throw that pick to the wayside here. Why are you getting people out of the way, dude? This is because he's one of those people that I I want to talk about and have, but I don't know where. So, because there's certain people I want to pick for certain tracks, and Denny Hamlin is just kind of a everywhere around guy. I'm gonna pick William Byron. That's a good one. He won he, there earlier this year. Yeah, and he almost won the end of last year. He's going to be in the in the top. I I was there for his win earlier this year. That was fun. But um but yeah, William Byron's going to win this weekend. All right. So now let's look at the playoffs. Turnpike did some research for us. Turnpike, do you want to explain the format or do you want me to? Wow, you can't even think <sighs> about talking. Dear. So, <clears throat> I got it. All right, go for it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Listen up, because I'm only going to explain it the one time until you rewind. All right, so here's how this hey, is going to work. kind of clever. We will both pick a championship pick. This is our pick that we have locked in till the end, and we get points for that. We're also going to pick our final four. Championship, Through, we can pick anyone. Yeah, championship, we can pick anybody. Yep. But the final four will be a draft. We will only... Or do we want to say, well, no. We, no, we can draft. Pick anyone. We can pick anyone. The final four, no, I'm saying for the championship pick. You have to pick someone from your final four, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. So what we'll do is you can pick anybody for the championship. The final four, however, is a draft, so we cannot have the same people. There will be eight people in total for the final four. At the end of every round of the playoffs, at the beginning, I should say, we will pick the four people that we think will be eliminated in this round of the playoffs. Those are all worth points. We will discuss those as they happen. It's 35 points per driver. Okay. In the rounds that get okay. eliminated. 50 for each of the final four drivers we picked because yep. that is, we're picking that at the beginning of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
And it is 100 points if you pick the championship driver correctly. <laughs> technically, when I technically when I picked Chase Elliott last year, I was technically right, but no, because he did win the championship. If you did full season points, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> so here, here's the thing: um, going to the final four is kind of a double whammy week because yes. not only have you picked your final four, but you also have who you think is going to get eliminated in the round of eight. That was what I think. That was what won me last year. Was yeah. that I picked every everyone that and like the like the I almost picked perfectly like the final eight, and then the I picked the four to get in, and I also picked the other four to get eliminated. Yeah. So I would get, or there was some person that was definitely getting eliminated, and I picked them to make it and to get eliminated. So I got picks no matter I got points no matter what. So let's go ahead. I'm opening the NASCAR app right now. Hey. Let's go ahead and look at the playoff standings. As they stand currently in 16th place, we have Bubba Wallace in 15th place. We have Kevin Harvick. 14th is Ricky Stenthouse Jr. 13th is Michael McDowell. Ryan Blaney is in 12th. 11th is Joey Logano. 10th is Tyler Reddick. 9th is Brad Kozlowski. 8th is Ross Chastain. 7th is Christopher Bell. Kyle Larson is in 6th. 5th, Kyle Busch. 4th, Chris Buescher. Third, Denny Hamlin. Second, Martin Trex Jr. And first is William Byron. So right now, basically, Bubba Wallace is minus eight. Kevin Harvick is minus four. Uh, minus four. Stenthouse is minus three. McDowell is minus one. Fair. So that is the current playoff standings let's go ahead and pick who is going to be eliminated in the first round turnpike and for the for reference first round is darlington kansas bristol all right so here is going to be my picks mm. this is this this is going to i have got to go big or go home Honestly. 200 point gap, man. I know. So, give me Stenhouse. Gone. McDowell. Gone. Ryan Blaney. Ooh. That one hurts. And uh Joey Logano. Ooh. Yeah, I want I want one like ooh pick and that's going to be my ooh pick. I'm going to go with... Joey Logano to win the championship this year. <laughs> go back. To- Let's see. Um, I'm going to start with a bold one. Tyler Reddick. Okay. And if he wins the championship this year, <laughs> I am going to... That was another key domino in me winning last year. I, was your championship I was pick all getting in. eliminated at Bristol. I was all in on... No, Tyler you see, you say you were all in. You watched the Eric Eastet video where he was all in, and he convinced you. And you're no, like, yeah. I was, I was all in either way. Okay. Tyler Reddick, okay, buddy, okay, okay. but I, okay. I was all in. I oh, really okay. thought Tyler Reddick was going to do really well. Okay, but um, Reggie Stenhouse Jr. Obvious. Okay, did I say Ryan Blaney yet? Maybe <laughs> Ryan Blaney and Kevin Harvick. All right. 
I do not foresee that four car doing very well. That was my that was my other pick for the fourth one. It was either Kevin Harvick or. Whatever. And I think Bubba's going to make it. I think this first round is actually surprisingly good for him. Yeah, I think Bubba's going to make it. I think Michael McDowell's going to make it. Um, oh, we'll see. But now let's go ahead and make our final four. This is the one that I have no confidence on. Zero confidence. Okay. All right, so I get the first pick. Yep, you get first pick because you are losing. I so I feel like the there's there's a person that both of us if I pick one, you'll pick the other and if I pick one, you'll pick the other. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. So my pick for the championship, I I mean, I mean Ooh dear! Probably just gonna have to take William Byron. Ah, and I, I know hoping, who you're gonna pick. I was hoping you were gonna take the 19. That's who you're gonna get. Um, Denny Hamlin. I'll take the 19 then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, you get another one. Um. Hmm. Um, this is tricky. I feel good now that I've got the two guys that I was like, there's no way he doesn't pick the 19. Kyle Larson. Ooh, dang. Okay. I'll take Kyle Busch. I'm looking at somebody. I'm like, am I going to pick them? Is it Chris Busher? Mm-mm. Really? Who are you going to pick? But he hasn't done too well this season. Nah, go with your gut, dude. Like, <laughs> literally, like, literally, a lot of this, do I think that Kyle Busch is a championship favorite? Yeah, probably not. But my gut says, dude, take Kyle Busch. Do you know who I'm thinking of? Joey Logano. Jo- yeah. He always finds a way to win Las Vegas. He always, dude, that's like, that's the strat. You win the first yep. round of the final four. I'm taking him, Joey Logano. Okay, Joey Logano. And I will take. Is it are 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 neither of us legitimately gonna take Chris Busher? After the run he's been on, neither of us are gonna take Chris Busher. Oh dear! But if I take him, mm, it's a risk. It is. It's it's the biggest risk in the in the chart. You know what you're gonna get with a Kyle Larson. You know what you're going to get with Truex Jr. I have no idea what I'm going to get with Chris Buescher. Is it going to be three straight wins, or is it going to be 28th, 32nd, 15th? Yeah. Mm. It's a big risk. So I think we need to watch that. But he had a really good playoff last year. I'll take take Seabell. Chris Buescher. Okay, You'll I'm going for it. Okay, yeah, take the risky one. Yeah, I am. But I also, can I can take more risks. But yeah, you can. But also, Chris 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 Busher is going to be a guy that's either going to boom or bust. He's going to do nothing, or he's going to win the whole thing. Yeah, if he stays on the streak that he's on, that's oh, that's ridiculous, crazy. I like it though. I, I like it. I think I think that's a really interesting. That's a really interesting pick. I think we've all had very interesting picks. That's that's pretty awesome. 
All right, and now the draft style does not matter here. Who is going to be the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series champion? This is this is the hard one because I'm I'm weighing it down between Byron and and Truex. That's the two people I legitimately think. But then again, last year I didn't have Joey Logano anywhere near the the championship. Yeah. So it's like this format just rewards streakiness. It's weird. Um, part of me really wants to go Kyle Busch because I'm a Kyle Busch guy, but I'm not. Yeah. I think going into the playoffs, it would be stupid for me not to pick the guy that's won five races. So I'll take William Byron, but he's, I mean, it's William Byron. He could fall off a cliff next week. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. So your pick is William Byron? I'll take Willie B. Well, no, I'm not picking Denny Hamlin because I'm pretty sure it's physically impossible <laughs> it's for him to... His car, he could have a 10-second lead on the final lap of the race and blow a right front tire. Yeah. Because um, I'm, in all honest truth, my gut is telling me 24 as well. But I don't nec- I don't want to pick the same driver as you. I'd like for that to be a storyline. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, you're making me think on this one. The Thinking Man's podcast, truly. Something like that. <laughs> or something along them lines. Gosh, I'm looking at my final four, and I don't like what I did, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> um. You're already like, man, this sucks. <laughs> Uh, you ever just make a decision and look at it immediately and be like, why did I do that? See, I, I I thought about Truex, but I really don't like Truex, and I really hope he doesn't do well. But he's like the safest pick ever. Why yeah, didn't I do that? But it's okay. Are you going to compromise on your dislike of Truex? No, not really. I'm the same way with Ricky Spinhouse. Fair. Um, gosh. You know what? I'm going for it. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm going for it. Oh, Do you know what I'm going for? Honestly, with you, no. Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. Oh, is going dear. to win the 2023 championship. Oh, no. Did I just say that? Oh. <laughs> he hasn't been that great. He's there. All right. <laughs> it's locked in. It's done. But I don't know how I feel about it. Incoming Brad Keselowski championship. Dude, I'm going to be honest. That would be cool. That would be awesome. But we know 17 is going to do better than 6. Yeah. They're going to... Not because driver is better, but because Brad is really good at just pushing the 17. Yep. Um, all right. We have made picks for the playoffs. God help me. Um... <laughs> This is like in like at the end of the first round, Byron and every and they're all going to be eliminated. I mean, like, what if all of our picks got eliminated like pretty quick? I don't even know if it's like like you've got the safest pick ever in the nineteen, because and the twenty four. Because how on earth do they get knocked out? Well, how did Kevin Harvick get knocked out of the playoffs? That's with fair. All those wins and at least one win in the playoffs. Yeah, you're right, but I mean, it's I don't know, but it happens. I know, but uh, 
<clears throat> I don't know how I feel about that. But I guess we will see how this unfolds in the coming weeks. But um, 200 points is a lot. I'm not good at this whole playoff system picking, but I'm feeling pretty good about my 200-point gap right now. Well, is that going to do it for us tonight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that all you got? Just mm-hmm. 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 I'm tired. Can you tell? Yes, I'm I'm very tired. It's so. almost like it's 10 o'clock at night. Weird. Yeah. But I guess that's going to do it for us, and I've got to run by the store before work tomorrow. I've got an early morning tomorrow. Me um, too. <laughs> just realized. I'm supposed to bring stuff to work, and I did just totally forgot about it. Uh, anyways. Good on you. Yeah, good on me. Anyways, well, folks, that's going to do it for us today. We appreciated y'all tuning in. Am I really about to do this outro? Do it. You I've never, never do done an outro. You never do them. Well, or should we not let you? <laughs> no, please. Oh, it makes Here. me so sad. All right, all right. Go ahead. Do the outro. Bye. No, <laughs> no, be sure. Thank you for listening. Thank you for not hitting the pause button right as I started the outro. And they would have stopped a long time ago. I know, I know. I'm sorry. But we want to remind you to follow us at all of our social media handles, which are the most active profiles on each of their respective platforms. At Right Sides Only on Instagram. At Right Sides Pod on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at RSO underscore green. Me at Turnpike underscore. There you go. You got your cue. You're a little We've late. We've been doing but... NASCAR Fact Week. Oh, gosh. On Twitter. It's been stupid. Today's fact was Dale Earnhardt has roller coaster. <laughs> Two roller coaster. <laughs> Two roller coaster. But I think what the best part is, is I've got that picture of Jeffrey Earnhardt, just like when he looked like Dale. Is it Jeff? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see that one yet. Dale Earnhardt has roller coaster. NASCAR track are round. But the picture, it looked kind of round, but it's Monza in Italy. <laughs> um, incredible NASCAR fact. Daytona 500 is is in America. And in then, Dayton, Ohio. And then the picture is Dayton <laughs> instead of Daytona. I think they're funny. They get like two likes. But, hey, Richard Nixon has not won Daytona 500. Jimmy Johnson are not from Bosnia. <laughs> that one got a few likes, didn't it? <laughs> Jimmy Johnson are not from Bosnia. How many did that get? Nine. Bump it up to at least 11, guys. Come on. But <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to tune in next Friday, Saturday, whenever the heck Turnpike gets off his lazy butt and does something. Shut up. I'm sorry. There's a reason I don't do outros. <laughs> tune in next week when I will be crying about... Playoff picks. Playoff picks. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, I guess. All right, everybody. You're bad at picks is uh, the joke there. Have a good week. Um, <laughs> Green, have a bad week. Um, You're mean. Okay. I hope you trip on a snow cone and die. A snow cone? Yeah, trip on That's it. That's the best thing you could come <laughs> up with is a snow cone. I hope you catch a mild fever and scratch your nose until it falls off and you die. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> it's the most inconvenient way to kill somebody. <laughs> that would suck, though, because it's like the what's killing you is just a minor inconvenience. I hope, you, I hope tonight when you go to bed, you stab your toe on the middle of like the door frame and it becomes 
so painful <laughs> that you just lay down and just go to sleep forever. That I get. Oh, okay. <laughs> Until Diddy, I'm like that. I get a good re- night rest. <laughs> yes, and you're like you forever. Get a good I'm like night oh. Rest. <laughs> <laughs> Until Denny Hamlin comes in and damns you to hell. Oh man, that's gonna be a joke that I'm. Now gonna- he's a repeat offender. <laughs> That's twice, buddy. <laughs> Three times and you're out. Of what? He gets called into NASCAR's corporate <laughs> office. Now, Denny. Listen, what did we tell you? What did we tell you about damning people to hell? You've already done it once. Now you've done it twice. Three times, we're going to have to take action. What be, is action? It will be a 25-point penalty <laughs> with two playoff points. After you've already won. After you've already won. I still can't believe modifying Ty's just a next away with it. modifying a single source part will be seventeen times the penalty than damning someone to hell. God, I need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Out of context, everybody needs context. All right, everybody, nobody needs context. We'll see you next week. Until then, keep being the loser that you are and tuning in to Right Signs Only. Are you really insulting the people that? I'm just listen. talking. I'm just talking to you. <laughs>